Hi, I'm Jen. And I'm Lisa. Together, we are Success in the Shy Girl. We're visibility and success coaches. And we support introverted entrepreneurs just like you with actionable strategies to protect their energy and consistently move in the direction of their dreams. Welcome to the conversation. Hello, and welcome back to the Success in the Shy Girl podcast. We're on episode 56, and today we're going to be discussing launch foundations. Because mm. um, hmm, it's very important, when, no matter what you are offering in your business, whether it be a product, a service, or a group of offers, uh, launching is going to be part of what you're doing. So, Yes. Yeah. So, okay. Uh-huh. Let's, let's talk about what launching actually is. So really a launch is really just getting whatever it is that is you put on a platter for, for your customers, getting it in front of them and asking them basically, Hey, I've got this cool thing. Would you like to purchase? That's, that's really what a launch is. Now that's super, super, super simple. <laughs> explanation of what a launch is, but that's what it boils down to, right? It is taking um, some sort of product, service, or offer, getting it in front of the right people, and then asking for the sale. Well, now, educating them on what it is. Well, that's, that's a, that's a piece then, of it. That's part of, the, that's part of the journey. But if you're really boiling it right down to the very basics, it's really just putting something in front of people and asking for the sale. Mm-hmm. Right. There are a million pieces. It's, it can sometimes feel like not not a million. That's not a literal. <laughs> that's not a literal <laughs> number. It can feel like that. <laughs> it can feel like that because there are so many different cogs that kind of go together and they all need to be moving at the right speed and at the right time. And, you know, you need to flip le- levers and switches at the right time in order for a launch to flow as smoothly as possible. Right. Launches are rarely perfect, even for uh, seasoned entrepreneurs, right? Things can happen. You can have tech hiccups. You can, you know, run into issues anywhere in that journey, right? You throw in a, throwing a pin into that motorized system I can, can definitely can definitely happen. But understanding essentially what the basics are. Now we're going to pull out four of the found, you know, the foundational pieces that you need to have in place for a launch in order for it to, even if, so here's the thing, even if, you know, the cogs kind of go off, <laughs> turning the wrong speed, if you've got a good solid structure and system to uh, follow you can get in there and fix those up pretty quickly. You can see what's working, what's not working and make adjustments on the fly. The issue with launching, really, the issue with launching is that not a lot of, you can get different information for different pieces of launching from different places. And I like, I think I'm going to coin this. I'm like, I'm going to, I might even try and trademark this if nobody has yet. Franken launches. So that's those that's taking those piece, those different pieces that work on their own and then trying to piece them all together, right? Trying to make them work together. And it can make launching way more complicated than it needs to be. Launching is already complex. Let's remove some of that craziness, some of that like, whoa, how do I even make this work? Yeah. I mean, you're excited to get your uh 
product or service out there, right? You're excited. It's it's really, it should be a fun time. It should be a really fun, like feel good about it process, have some flow, take out that overwhelm, like make it exciting and and uh, so you can enjoy the process yes. um, and not be overwhelmed with all the little uh, things that might come up, right? You, you want to be, be super excited so that everyone can feel that energy too. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Cause you don't want to be going into a launch, particularly if you're an introvert, completely exhausted. It's uh, not, it's not a good feeling. So you want that, that piece when you're actually in launch phase to feel good, mm-hmm. right? to feel controlled. And you know, that's the thing. Launches can start to feel out of control. Like you don't know what's happening when it's happening. Or you do, but you don't know how you're going to get it all done. Mm. Yeah. You need to have a, like a, a roadmap of what you're going to do. You, have, yeah. you should have an idea of what's happening on what day. So it's not confusing. You're on an adventure along with your audience, right? Yeah. You're, you're creating an adventure for them an experience for them. And part of that is having a plan, right? When you wouldn't be a tour guide <laughs> with no plan <laughs> of where you're going to go or what you're going to say. Right. So Pretend you're like the tour guide of your <laughs> your offer, <laughs> yeah. and you you bring everyone along on this on this adventure, this journey that and and yeah, make it exciting and fun. Yeah, definitely. So mm-hmm. we're gonna go over uh, again, just four of those. There are more, certainly more than four, like foundational pieces going into a launch that you need to sort of have in place. But we're just gonna let's just dive in here. So the first one is knowing your audience. And I like, I wrote to myself here with quotes around it, read the room. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Just validate that what you have is, is really what people are looking for. Right. So, I mean, it's wonderful if you've got a great idea and we've been through this, right. We have like created offers and products and put them out to the world and it's like crickets. Right. Well, the problem was, is we didn't necessarily validate. And I think every entrepreneur who's ever been through a launch or has been through multiple launches has felt this, right? Sometimes it takes a couple of offers to get an offer that's completely in alignment with your audience, but you can shortcut that by validating it with them. Mm-hmm. Right? There's lots of different ways to validate uh, an offer with an audience. Um, I don't want to get too much into that here. Um, it would make the podcast very long. <laughs> value your time. You so we're gonna do that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so, uh, you know, strategies to validate that offer before you actually even create it. Because there's, it's very disheartening to actually create an entire product or suite of products, which is an offer. We're going to talk, talk about that in a second. And then it's like, nobody, nobody buys. It's disheartening and it feels oh, like what's what what's wrong with me? Well, there's nothing wrong with me. It just wasn't the right audience that you were pitching it to. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with your offer. There's nothing. Right. And you can always take that and offer it to a different audience, but then you, you need to find who that is. Find that audience. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So make sure uh, when you're looking at your ICA, your ideal client avatar, that you're, you're taking on the journey, make sure this is what they're looking for. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. This is so the second piece is actually having 
um, either already created um, an offer, a product or a service. So these are all different things. So people will often use offers and products interchangeably, but a product is a standalone item and it can be either like a digital product or a physical product, but it stands alone. It's that's what it is. So a product would be like our day planner is a product, but it offers actually a suite of products. So it is a primary product with, well, and again, like air quotes here, like bonuses. So things that come with it that in, that are related to and enhance the use of the primary product. Okay, so that's what an offer is. It's actually a suite of different products put together to form an offer. So we actually, we off, our offer for our day planner comes with some additional bonuses. And if you haven't checked that out, link in the show notes, just gonna throw that out there. Go have mm-hmm. a look at it. It does, it's got some, some cool bonuses uh, that come with it. And then you've got your service, which is something that is intangible, right? It is a, um, a transaction in which you receive a service. So something you can't, you can't hold it in your hand necessarily, or consider it like a digital asset. So that would be something like coaching, right? Coaching is a service. Uh, web design is a service. Copywriting is a service. You end up with a product at the end, but you are paying somebody for their time and their expertise, not an item. That's a service. So really understanding what those are and understanding what it is that you have to offer. Where does that fit in, in that offer ecosystem? Is it a product? Is it part of an offer? Is it a service? Is it a blend of those? Because sometimes it is. Sometimes it is. So understanding where it fits in there and understanding if it is just a, if it's a product, is it enough to stand on its own or do you need to make it part of a bigger offer? Right? So those are some questions to ask yourself, but it is, an ex- it is a very foundational piece of launching, right? Understanding the offers ecosystem and where it fits in in the broader broader in your industry as well. Yeah. Okay. That's that. That was, that was point number, point number two. So you've got your ICA and really reading the room. Secondly, understanding whether it's an offer product or service that you've got. Number three. So this is, this is one that kind of people like, and I actually don't even like this term and I, I rarely actually use this term. So sales funnel. (sighs) Yeah, I don't. I don't like that term, but you understand what we're saying, right? You're bringing people on a journey. I like to call it a customer journey. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, you're not, it's not always um, like a funnel of, it can be funnel shaped, but. It can be funnel shaped. So the issue with, with the term sales funnel is that it positions the customer as being like, chatteled almost into like this funnel shape where you start to, and like, I'm going to use air quotes again. I wish you guys could see me, but like weed out the customers that do not, you know, are not going to purchase. Or purchase that specific thing. Yes. They could still, that's, that's the issue I have with it is that they could be 
you could you could funnel them into a different uh, item. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean they're not interested in your uh, what you're offering, um, but the funnel is for a specific offer yeah. um, or service. And and I think that you're getting rid of a lot of people that maybe uh, aren't uh, finished their journey. You know, you could take still take them on a journey. Yeah on a different journey. And the, the funnel just, it's, it dumps you out in the purchase and yeah. then that's it. And we, we would like you to continue that relationship. Yeah. So I really, we really want you to rethink sales funnel um, either, you know, use the language that works for you. Uh, you know, customer journey, customer map. Um, I like to think of it as like a sales circle circle. It's a, mm-hmm. it's a, a loop process, right? Cause you bring people in and then you just continue, you continue to nurture, nurture them until, until they decide to leave or they decide to purchase or whatever, you know, whatever it is. But a funnel is very, very narrow in terms of putting people into this funnel and, and thinking about purchase is the end of the funnel. But that's why I don't like this the, this idea that it's a funnel. I like this idea of you bring people into the circle and you just continue to serve them in this circle until they either choose to work with you or purchase from you, or they decide, you know what, you're not a good fit for them and they leave. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. Those are both things that are okay. And I think that the key here is, is your mindset on how you're looking at your business. So we like to take a, a, like a, a long view of your business. If you just want to make a few bucks in the next three weeks, then I guess your funnel is fine. But if you want your business to to grow and continue on and and be here next year and be here five years from now, this is the view you have to take where you're, you know, continuing to build something with these people. Yeah. yeah. And so either, you know, Lisa calls it a customer journey. I like to, I like visually, I can see it like as a sales circle. It's really mm-hmm. about taking that customer from you are brand new. You've never met them before building no like, and trust and just continuing to nurture that no like, and trust mm-hmm. until they are somehow leave the circle. It is, it is, it is like a loop process, right? And if you set up the systems correctly in your business, depending on the types of offers that you have inside of your business, you can actually create a lifetime customer, right? Life, it, if, you are, if you are stopping at the end of that sales funnel and saying, I have achieved my goal of a purchase, then you are not looking at the big picture and you are potentially losing a customer with a, where you could actually build a lifetime of relationship with them. Mm -hmm. They could become raving fans and actually bring new people into your business. So if you're stopping at that purchase and you're thinking of a sales funnel strictly as from exposure to purchase, like initial exposure to purchase, we really implore you to uh, maybe step back and think about that funnel piece inside of the bigger picture of your business. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And yeah. part of that is, is understanding what you want from your business. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really being clear mm-hmm. about what, what it is that you, yeah, exactly. What you mm-hmm. eventually want. What is the outcome that you want inside of your business? Certainly there's a place for each of these items. It just depends what your, what your, your big goal is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, and 
there are certainly different types. I'm going to use the term because it's, it's well known, but like different types of sales funnels. And those can all have a place inside of your business. Mm -hmm. And if you are choose to join us inside of our mastermind, we're going to show you what all of those are and how they all function together and how they, they can actually create consistency in the way that you're showing up for your customers. If you're setting those up correctly, you can actually automate all of those systems. So if you're in the middle of the night, you might actually get a purchase. That happens all the time to us with our day planner. Mm. Awesome. I wake up, I'm like, oh, I got to go to the post office today. Fantastic. <laughs> right? It's because we've set those systems up in place that, and that's actually our fourth point, but I'm, I'm going to get to that in a sec. But the, yeah, so really understanding the customer journey or the sales circle or sales funnel, whatever you choose to call it, that is a massive component of your launch and how your launch is going to be structured. And yeah, that we, we discuss all of that inside of the mastermind so you can actually make the right choice for your business instead of trying to frank and launch a product. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So um, yeah, point number four is having all of the tech and automation pieces in place. This is Game-changing for introverted entrepreneurs. Game-changing. We went from working really, really long hours together to um, like we've got really solid systems in place now and that these systems actually happen while we're not paying attention to them because we've set them up in a way that makes it easy for people to uh, connect with us and move their way, you know, through our sales circle. Letting everyone know, yeah, educating them, putting a, a, an email system in place. There's all kinds of ways you can, you can bring people through things uh, without having to work 16-hour days. Yes. Sure. Yeah. Hmm. And it, uh, creating that automation and really making sure those tech pieces are in place. And I know the tech can feel really scary and overwhelming if you're not a tech person. Um, but I promise you, the tech does not need to be complicated. It does not to, need to be hard. And this is another piece inside of our mastermind that we are going to support you with is actually making sure that those tech pieces are all in place and that they are working together exactly the way that they should. This is actually one of my areas of expertise is right, is this tech piece. Mm -hmm. So we want to make sure that your launch goes is as flawlessly as possible, right? May not be flawless, but it's we're going to create systems and automations and like automated processes that take the overwhelm out. Yeah, I think that's the key is to to take out that overwhelm by having all these um, pieces ready to go, and and once that launch date is happening, you can you can get a good night's sleep. <laughs> yeah. You don't need to be up at two in the morning wondering, oh my gosh, is my cart even going to work? Right? Is my yeah. shopping cart going to work? Or is, you know, are people going to be, when they email me, is it going to go to the right place? Or if I email them, is it going to go to the right place? Uh, we, we're going to make sure that you have all of those pieces exactly um, where they need to be. They'll be tested and they will be ready to go by the time that you're, you flip the switch and hit launch. Yeah. So if you're ready to have a, a overwhelm free launch, <laughs> We'd love to hear from you. Um, we'll 
put an attachment in the show notes here that you can uh, check out the mastermind and that you can um, connect with us. We'd love to hop on a call and chat and see yeah. if this is some support that you, that you yeah. need. Love the actual mastermind it itself starts uh, middle of November. Those details will all be on the application page. Mm-hmm. Um, but if there are questions that you have that are not answered by that page, please reach out and just send us a quick DM and just say, hey, I'm just curious about this. We're happy to answer. DM or email, both work. But yeah, we like, like you said, Lisa, we'd love to jump on a call with you and just see, is this mastermind going to be a great fit for your next launch? Yeah. And, and really think about where you want to be in the next six months. This is a six-month mastermind. Where, where do you want your business to be? And if you'd like some support and you want to invest in yourself and your business, um, we're happy to chat and see how, how we can support you in that, getting yeah. yourself way further ahead. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yep. And do it all while having your energy as an introvert honored. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. So we'll talk to you next week. Absolutely. You have a wonderful day until then. Thanks for joining us today. If you found value in this episode, please leave us a review and share it with a fellow introverted entrepreneur who would enjoy it. As always, wishing you abundance and success.